It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this robust lifestyle show. Check out our website, divasacare.com, and see all the amazing hosts and their shows of women they are interviewing around the world. I am just overly excited today to have a new diva, Tracy Pierce, with me. And she is going to speak about animal communication. Wow, this truly gets my excitement. Tracy, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, Joyce. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, I'm Tracy Pierce, and I'm an animal communicator based in Boulder County, Colorado, and really the, the thing that inspires me the most about animal communication is the deep wisdom that our animal friends have and really like to share with us through these animal communication sessions. And, you know, I really came into animal communication almost completely by accident. And, it, you know, when I, when I started to learn about it, it, it was more just a fun project, but it has come to be really directed by the animals. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of crazy, but my animal communication business is kind of dictated by the animals and, and they give me suggestions and advice about what to do. And, and so far it's been working out really well. So. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, that is just amazing. Oh, how awesome. And the deep wisdom that the animals have that uh, you pass, pass it on to you and you can share with others. Oh, I love that. Well, mm-hmm. I have to ask, was there like an aha moment that made you realize, because you said you came by this by accident, was there something that triggered it that made you say, this is what I need to be doing? Well, yeah, interesting story, actually. So I started to learn about animal communication back in 2014 and I did that because one of my cats became quite ill. We had, we had three cats at the time. And I happened to meet this woman at a meditation retreat who was an animal communicator. And I talked with her a little bit. And she said, yeah, set up a session with me. And so we set up a session. And we ended up doing several sessions with, with this woman and then a couple other communicators as well. And as that started to happen, it was like, this remembering started to happen in me. It was like, wow, I I feel like I remember how to do this from when I was a kid and would start to have these little memories of talking to animals when I, when I was much younger. And so I started to take some basic animal communication courses. And again, it it was more like remembering rather than learning some kind of a new skill. And that, that first cat did end up passing away and I learned quite a bit about death, you know, during, during that <laughs> process of her passing away. And then with the other two cats that we had also then passed away, all three cats passed away within uh, two years, actually. And 
so it was really these three cats that started to direct my animal communication education, if you will. And mm-hmm. it, they really encouraged me to, to keep up communicating. And I had, I had another friend that I did a lot of practices with. And during those practice sessions, it really was the animals, you know, kind of showing me this educational route and to keep practicing. And it was after, I don't know, we'd been, I'd been practicing probably a year and a half with this, this friend of mine. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the animals were like, Tracy, you need to start offering this as something to the public. And I was like, what? No, this is just a fun thing. And they're like, no, really, you have to do this. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just been the encouragement of the animals where they're like, you have to do this. And I'm like, okay. And I do it and it works. So I figure I might as well just keep following their advice. <laughs> oh, that is so interesting. Oh, how incredible. So through the cats and getting connected with other women, then you felt the animals and heard the animals telling you this is what you needed to pursue. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that is just incredible. I love it. I just love it. (laughs) Yeah, it just makes me laugh, you know, because really I, I wanted to do animal communication because it was fun. Like the messages that come through can be just so beautiful and joyous and touching and I just I never expected it to turn into a career (laughs) oh my goodness oh that is just awesome and they always say when you do what you love it's not really work anyway so you're doing what you love oh I love Mm -hmm. that that is beautiful well what makes you so passionate about bringing the animal's voice to others what what drives you for that well, as I, you know, I didn't realize this at first, but as time has gone on, I, I feel like it has a lot to do with me feeling like my own voice hasn't been heard a lot of times throughout my life. And, you know, there's been so many times in my own life where I wish there was somebody there who would stand up and speak for me when I couldn't. And, mm-hmm. you know, through animal communication, I really feel like that's something that, that I can give to the animals And, you know, throughout my life, my different animal friends have given me so much, you know, different pets that I've had who've lived with me. And in some ways, it's it's like a way of me honoring those animals who have given so much to me, I'm able to give more to them. And, you know, previously, I, you know, I've worked with animals a lot through my life. And Mm -hmm. previously, it was more like in the line, I worked for a police department, and I did animal control kind of things. And I was a volunteer at the animal shelter. And, you know, I did help a lot of animals in that way. But I do remember like those times being with the animals and like, wow, I wish there was something more I could do or, or give to the animals. And there's something about the communication that feels at least to me, like it has a bigger impact or um, it feels so much more important than not important, but bigger, I guess, than the work that I did Mm -hmm. in animal control. I always wish there was something more that I could do. And it just, it's so much more fulfilling to to give to the animals in this way. Oh, Oh, how wonderful. Yes. Being an animal lover myself, I can, I can totally understand 
that is just that is incredible it's such a it's got to be a great feeling to you when you feel like you're communicating to others what the animals are trying to say and yeah. can't verbally speak oh and it sounds like you have grown through it too that's what sounds awesome too <laughs> oh definitely i i've learned so much and you know as much as i am feel i'm giving to the animals i'm really receiving a lot for them too it's it's a real virtuous circle if you will you know it's like a circle uh-huh. of giving wow they give back to you and you give back to them oh that is beautiful yeah. <laughs> beautiful beautiful yeah, <laughs> yeah. well of in other ways how do you go about supporting this cause of animal communication how how do you let others know and how can others get involved in how you are supporting this cause well primarily you know I, i've been doing one-on-one animal communication such sessions and i also mm-hmm. teach some introductory workshops online but um most recently, and this all started with uh, the COVID lockdown stuff that started back in March. And again, this was mm-hmm. totally just listening to what the animals were telling me to do. It's kind of a funny story. I, I was house sitting for somebody when um, all the all the lockdowns, when they started shutting everything down in March. And so I was driving from her house back and forth to my house. And like life just seemed really weird <laughs> during those first <laughs> few weeks of the of the lockdown. And I was driving and I was just like, wow, what do all the animals think about this lockdown? Like things are changing. What do they think? And the animals were like, Tracy, you need to do this live streaming video series. <laughs> I was like, what? And they're like, you need to do live streaming every day. You're going to talk to a different animal every day, live streaming. And people can ask questions. And I was like, okay. So I just like, and just the animals who wanted to talk to me just lined up. And I think it was for March, for about six weeks, I did talk to an animal like every day of the week. And it's a little bit reduced now to like one or two per week. But so I started this live video series and it's all posted up on, on YouTube now. And, you know, I talked to a lot of domestic animals at first, and then it kind of shifted to interviewing uh, different wild animals, including ladybugs and butterflies and, you know, all different kinds of animals. And so I think there's somewhere around 80 or so videos now in this series. And, yeah, you can watch it all all on YouTube. It's totally free. And so this was this was one of the big ways the animals wanted me to support them is to put their message mm-hmm. out in, in a bigger format where people can go um, listen and even participate live. If they're able to um, join us live and ask questions, it's been really fun and interactive. And some of the messages that the animals give us, sometimes they just blow me away. Honestly, mm-hmm. I really like, if you're interested, I would totally encourage any of the listeners to go check out the, the YouTube channel and, you know, if any particular animal catches your, your eye to listen in, they, they really bring some incredible, incredible messages. So that would be a great way to start is, is by listening to those, mm-hmm. um, those videos. But I'm also planning for 2021 to do a bit more workshops, hopefully once per quarter or so. So if people are mm-hmm. interested to, to learn a little bit how to do this themselves and get started, 
Uh, I'll post all those dates on my website once I, I know for sure when they'll be. But it's just a lot of different ways to get involved and um, let the animal's joy just kind of sweep you away and take you along for the ride. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow, that is awesome. Well, yes, I had looked on your YouTube channel and was going through the animals, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, there, there's everything on here. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything <Absolutely>. is crazy. <laughs> Yes, there's all kinds of animals. I thought that was so neat. And what I love that because YouTube is all over the world. Anybody in any place can look at the YouTube and watch some of these videos and learn from the animals through you. Oh, that is that is just incredible what you've done. I love that. Absolutely love it. And I also love that you Oh, I bet. I bet you have just enjoyed it as much as the animals have enjoyed relaying their wisdom to the to the listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I love that you're doing some intro to animal communication courses. I I am taking notes of that and I will be <laughs> watching your website. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those other that was one of the other things too that was totally dictated by the animals that I never expected uh, to be teaching a class either. I'm like, Really? You want me to do this? And the first time I did it the class was filled. I was like, Really? Okay. <clears throat> Guess I'm supposed to be doing this. <laughs> Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. So the animals have led you to even into 2021 to do the Intro to Animal Communication course. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. And I, I kind of put the animals in charge of finding my clients that way, too. I'm like, okay, if you want me to do this, bring, bring me the clients. I'll do it. But <laughs> oh, Awesome. Well, yeah, the, that makes me even more excited. For me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. Oh, how beautiful, beautiful. Well, you have spoken animal communication through so many different animals. I'm going to ask, is there a certain one or a group of animals that is the most interesting to communicate with for you? You know, I think they're all really interesting. And for Mm -hmm. me, it's kind of about, which animal is showing up a lot in my life repeatedly, like mm-hmm. right now. And so like, diff- I feel like different animals have different kinds of messages for me throughout my life. Uh, mm-hmm. Like right now I keep having the black billed magpie show up repeatedly. And it's, <laughs> it's one that I actually interviewed a- about a month ago. And I just posted this one to YouTube not too long ago, but it's, one of the messages of the black-billed magpie has been, and I don't know if you have them where you live, but they're really known for showing up and just squawking really loud. Quack, quack, quack. And um, they, kept, they keep showing up and doing this to me. And they're like, Tracy, you got to keep speaking up. You got to keep using your voice. You got to keep speaking up for the animal. And so it, it really changes for me because, like for me right now, I'm paying a lot of attention to the black-billed magpie, but, you know, at different mm-hmm. times there have been herons or like bear or elk that show up. So it's not wow. necessarily like that I find one more interesting or drawn to more of one or the other. It's I kind of let the universe show me the messages I need by the mm-hmm. animals that are showing up repeatedly in my life. And that might be something, too, that listeners 
to pay attention to is like, if there's a particular kind of animal that is showing up repeatedly in your life, uh, maybe good to tune into them or like do some looking up information about what that totem animal might mean or something. But mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's, that's what it's been for me. Oh, wow. Oh, how interesting. Goodness. Yeah. And I not familiar with the black field magpies. We do not have them where I am located. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only seen them in Colorado. I, I'm not sure how wide their spread is, but. Uh-huh. Oh, that is really interesting. So yes, our listeners need to start paying attention to the animals that are showing up all the time in their lives and are right there. Oh, how beautiful. That is really, really yeah. neat. Well, I was on your website also. Your website is incredible. I love your website. You have so much good information on there too. And thanks, Joyce. To our you are so welcome to our listeners today. There is on there it says a best technique for kind of some of the ways you communicate. Can you explain a little bit to our listeners about what the best technique means? Yeah, sure. So best stands for bioenergetic synchronization technique. And it's a it's a healing modality that was developed by a chiropractor actually starting back in the 1960s. And so for many decades, they only taught it to chiropractors. And so when I was taught, Nick was in uh, 2011, and they were just starting to incorporate more professionals besides chiropractors. And I I actually have a uh, diploma from massage therapy school. So that was what qualified me to be able to (laughs) go to this course at the time. They teach it to anybody now, but at the time you had to have a certain professional background. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the, the technique itself, basically, it's, it was really inspired by a, a spiritual experience by this chiropractor. He, he was finding that he was working with clients, and they weren't holding their adjustments. And so he was, he was a very religious man, and he was praying, asking for some kind of solution. And he was given the, the basic layout, I guess, for this healing modality, and what it is, is it uses a combination with humans. It uses a combination of eye positioning, breath pattern, and you're thinking about a specific feeling and number. So it's kind of a quantum healing thing where the vibration of the feeling in combination with these other things help release some of the subconscious glitches that get stuck in our systems when we experience trauma or have other, you know, negative experiences. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the chiropractor developed this for, for humans who can, you know, t- position their eyes in a certain direction and, and think of a feeling. But when it comes to infants and animals, you can't tell them to, you know, put your eyes in a certain <laughs> position or breathe in a certain pattern. So the mm-hmm. chiropractors adopted a, a specific um, a way of applying the best technique to, to animals and young children. And it's, it's a little bit simpler. It has a lot to do with kind of balancing polarity in the body, but you can also work with some of the, the trauma stuff that gets stuck. Like I'll frequently have animals come to me who have had some kind of traumatic thing happen in, in their past. Like I can think of Um, There was a dog that I talked to who, when he was very little, it was sort of like a puppy mill kind of situation where he was in, and it was a metal, like a metal, um, 
it's sort of like, it reminds me of like a hog containment kind of metal container. And there was a big storm that came through, and because of the way the storm was rattling the metal um, contain, container, like this this puppy had gotten this layer of fear kind of imprinted on his energy. So whenever a storm would come through, like he would get really super freaked out. So we did a little mm-hmm. bit of best around that, and th- those are the kind of things, the patterns that can sometimes be released through through best. So, yeah, it's been really incredible. I can think of, you know, there's another example of um, another dog that I had worked with who um, he had, like, chewed on some electric wires. And so he Mm -hmm. had, like, a little bit of an electric shock. And um, it was causing him to to pee in the house a bit. But it wasn't something Mm -hmm. that he he could really control. It was something that was in his nervous system, like something would happen um, that would remind of the electrocution. And it was like he just couldn't, he had no control over his bladder. And so we did a little bit of best again with him. And, you know, the owner keeps reporting back like, oh, yeah, there's, we're not having this peeing problem anymore. Um, so, yeah, there are these emotional traumas just like humans that animals can go through that working with the best technique can, can really help. Like, uh, it's like it almost becomes like a, a glitch in the nervous system, if you will. It's almost mm-hmm. like we can't. Mm-hmm control our reaction and so using best and this quantum healing method really can help release some of those those glitches from our nervous system so it's it's been really amazing to see that the changes in in animals this way too oh goodness wow that is that is incredible wow i learned a lot that is really (laughs) something i love that i have never Heard, I had never heard about the best personally myself, and now to hear how it can help animals that have been traumatized in their lifetime. Oh, that is beautiful. And yeah, another question I – go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's not, a, it's not a very well-known technique at this point in time. I feel pretty lucky to have, oh. to have come across it because it's, it's very gentle and, and non-invasive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, that just sounds incredible. Well, a question I have then is can you do that through like an online um, video or an online Zoom with a listener if they have an animal that has had trauma trauma in their life and they're trying to work through it? Is this something you can practice online or does it have to be in person with the animal? Yes, absolutely. We can do it remotely. Uh, when I when I first learned the technique, they kind of discouraged people from doing it remotely. But uh, mm-hmm. I worked with a I was kind of a mentee, I guess you could say, with another best practitioner for a couple years, and together we kind of figured out a way to be able to do it remotely. Like I use a little teddy bear for as a conduit for when I'm holding the points and stuff. And mm-hmm. I did a lot of experimenting with it at first because I wasn't sure if it would work in the same way or at the mm-hmm. same level as being in person. And my experience has, has been that it works just as well remotely as it does in person. Oh, oh that is fantastic news because, I mean, then listeners anywhere may contact you through your website, which we will post your link on this podcast, and they can get in contact with you if they have just for one instance, if they have an animal that has been traumatized. Oh, I love that. 
that is just beautiful that you can work remotely on that. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really a gift to be able to do that. And I actually probably most of my work is remote. I do more remote than in person. So. Oh, oh goodness. Well, that is good to hear for our listeners because then you can be mm-hmm. worldwide. That is what is that is what is exciting about the internet. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> yes. Well, you are so busy communicating with the animals and relaying their wisdom to the world. How do you balance your work and all your giving back to the animals and to others, Tracy? Well, for me, it's been a lot about not being afraid to reassess, to cancel, or reschedule. I mean, 2020 (laughs) has just been crazy, you know? Like, life can change so quickly, and what worked yesterday may not work today. I mean, look at how many times we had to reschedule our talk here today, you know? (laughs) You know, I feel like I've had to really pivot and change directions more times than I could possibly count this year. But, you know, I don't feel like if I would have just kept trying to forge ahead with my original plan that I would have been able to keep going, you know. It's like if we can pivot and do it gracefully, that's even better. But if even if we can't pivot and do it gracefully, sometimes <laughs> we shouldn't beat ourselves up for that. Because, you know, sometimes life is just messy and that's okay. And I feel like sometimes we just have to be really sensitive to timing and being open to the timing of things changing and doing things in the wrong timing can sometimes be bad or if not worse than not doing the thing at all. So sometimes the right timing actually ends up looking a lot different than what our logical minds see. And so I've been trying to just tune in and go with the flow as far as things that I can't control are concerned, but being really diligent about the things that are in my control. And, you know, this is something I feel like the animals really know about, especially the wild animals who are outside and their conditions can change at, at any time. You know, yeah. we just have to learn to, to pivot and, and be able to change directions. And that's, that's been my focus for 2020. I don't know any other way to, to do it than that, I guess. Oh, oh, that is a beautiful way to describe it. And I I totally can relate because, I mean, the weather changes for the animals. I think the animals are so adaptable to sudden changes because, I mean, like here in Kansas in 24 hours, we can have four seasons and the poor animals yep. are out there dealing with all four seasons mm-hmm. in that short time span. So, yes, that, oh, what a beautiful way. What we can learn so much from the animals. They have so much to give us. I just love that. Well, Mm -hmm. Tracy, this interview has gone so quickly. I have just learned so much. You have shared so many great points with the listeners. and Oh, this is just incredible. I definitely want to bring you back again so we can focus on some more things that I had. I didn't even get through any of the notes hardly that I was going to ask you questions about. (laughs) This is just beautiful. Oh, I'd be happy to come back and and chat with you some more sometime, Joyce. It's been a pleasure. Oh, I would love that. Well, I am going to ask you one final question is what tools, tips, good advice would you like to leave with our listeners today as we close out this interview? Hmm. I think 
the awareness of what's going on around you. And again, the animals or different signs or signals that are showing up sometimes, you know, we're going through life at this blazing speed. And if anything, I feel like, you know, the pandemic has, has helped us slow down a little bit, but taking that time to pay attention to the animals that are showing up around you or different signs, signals that are showing up and really paying attention to them instead of just blazing past and really taking that time to be in the present moment and, and be aware of what's happening is just so important and has made such a huge difference in, in my own life. And as far mm-hmm. as like getting the messages from the animals and stuff too, I, <laughs> I can see how I, I would just blaze past them in the past and, um, doing this work has just made me so much more open to, to that in the present moment. Uh, oh, those are beautiful tips and tools. Yes. Cause we're all life leads us down such a busy path that we sometimes forget to, as they say, stop and smell the roses or stop and see the animals, the sunsets, exactly. just take in the beauty. Yes. Oh, what beautiful tips to leave with our listeners today. Thank you so much, Tracy. I just thank you. It's just been awesome. (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Joyce. It's been wonderful. Oh, well, thank you. You are so welcome. Well, as Tracy said, she will be returning as my guest. And we will keep keep us updated on her animal communications with her workshops and all of her courses that she is offering. And we will post all of her social medias to this podcast so our listeners can find Tracy. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this interview with our amazing new diva, Tracy Pierce. Please share this show with your family and friends. Be sure to check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasacare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.